the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. True North AM 1460 FM 101.1. The Answer. Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. or via podcast. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Shining a light on the leaders and luminaries of today and tomorrow. You're listening to True North with your host, Dirk Hobbs. All right, good Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to True North. If you're listening to this show, it means it's 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning and it is cold outside. So glad you're with us. And uh, you know, I have to, I have to, um, well, I have to uh, brag for a minute here. Uh, my old Miss Rebels destroyed Penn State in the Peach Bowl. Yes, they did. <laughs> we were moving through the country, eating a lot of peaches, and took them away <laughs> from Penn State. And our Air Force Falcons did a phenomenal job in the Armed Forces Bowl. They sent. Their opponents away crying. So congratulations to Coach Calhoun and company on a great season. Started out just in fuego, 8-0. Uh, and then they started experiencing some injuries, which uh, handicapped the team a little bit. But uh, these guys are on the men. They're going to be back in 2024 in the fall in that brand-new sexy stadium over at Falcon Stadium. That east corridor is coming online. Frank, you excited about that? Oh, I'm an Air Force guy. Well, <laughs> so no, right? <laughs> Go Navy. All right. Well, across the board for me are two people that I am almost certain you know a heck of a lot more than you know me. It's uh, Dr. Frank Sinclair and Lisa Sinat. They are. Did I get that right? No. No. Sinat. Sinat. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Sinat. I like saying not, though. Yes. (laughs) It's a good way to live. (laughs) That's right. Senate. Not Senate. Senate. I did coach him on this before we started. And I know, and I overcorrected. I overcorrected in my mind. But uh, you know him because they have an incredible podcast that is becoming extremely popular here in Southern Colorado. It's called Be Encouraged Show with Frank and Lisa. And uh, to to put it mildly, these guys are on fire for life. And uh, it's really, it's a pleasure and privilege to be sitting across the dashboard from you. Thank you for coming online here. Likewise. Yeah, glad you're <laughs> and here. And we so appreciate uh, anyone that would have us together. <laughs> in a room, because you're going to need a can helmet. handle the energy, yes. You're going to need a helmet. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, Dr. Frank, walk us through games one through eight and what you saw as an Air Force grad. Okay. And then what, what you saw happen after Wyoming. 
Okay, I mean, to be clear, I'm not an Air Force grad. Okay. I was in there. You were in the Air Force. Very yeah, good. Very uh, good. Yeah, I wasn't that smart. But. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, brother. <laughs> Me neither. Thank God for them, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, indeed, indeed. I saw some butt kicking is what I saw. I went to we one really through eight, and I was getting so excited about the opportunities and where that could go. And as you mentioned earlier, injuries started to come in and and really kind of sidetrack some of the momentum for the team. Yep. But Troy Calhoun does a great job with people that are undersized and um, uh, relative to D1 levels. Absolutely. And those things. And every year we have a product on the field that we can be proud of. Very proud and of. it was so cool. <laughs> you know, that's interesting <laughs> that you said about size because I had the privilege of interviewing Troy uh, for a show that we ended up airing on CBS. Uh, which was just a one-on-one, about a one-hour documentary on all things Air Force football, mm-hmm. right? And how it is to coach a team that has regulators, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and the comment that stuck out with him was, all my players can see their belt buckle, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're at the University of Alabama, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, <laughs> right. they can barely see the floor. <laughs> But, um, but but it hurts when they hit you. It does hurt. <laughs> yes. Spoken well. Yes, yes. Um, you know the SEC is just a different animal, and then the Mountain West in yeah. general. But then to to you know shave off all the the gratuitous weight mm. uh, because these boys have to be lean and mean. Yes, and he's like you said, you put it perfectly, Frank. We manage to put together a product on the field every year, typically a winning season out there, and uh, you know that that's a great sight. You're on and off pretty quick, off on and off the base. You're in and out of the experience really, really fast. And um, when you're there, it's very ceremonial, a lot of pomp and circumstance, but you can also have a blast. You can, yeah, yes, indeed. And now they're doing that east corridor, that the east side oh, uh, yeah. stadium, completely renovated. Uh, or in the process of being renovated, and hopefully they'll be live and open for business in uh, fall. Is that a hotel or what is that? Big well, you got the North Gate piece, yeah, uh, North Gate entrance. So you've got the convention center and hotel. Okay, right, and then you've got that kind of uh, airplane-looking structure. That's that's the new visitor center and museum. Oh, nice. all right. So mm-hmm. when you go into Falcon Stadium on the east side, they tore all those open air state uh, seating out, and that's now an indoor facility that they're building over That's there smart. and it's going to be well it's smart for a couple of reasons you know the latter games of the season it's cold exactly right so <laughs> you got that and then you know depending on if you're an afternoon game that sun is beaten down mm. on that side of the stadium really hard yeah. you know and it's those people are you know they get retinal blindness by the end of the game uh and they're just kind of listening to see what the score is but it's it's a very very different environment now because college football like everything else, I mean, it's now about the fan experience, right? right. So you're getting – they up their game, yeah. which was pretty substantial. And so this eastern uh, side of the stadium is going to be really, really exciting. Mm. So you can get in. It's going to cost you a couple oh, of pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to get food and beverage. You're going to get climate control and, of course, great sound systems in there. Better than the ones on the on the west side of the stadium, which are still kind of old school. But, uh, you know, that blue and silver club's wonderful. And uh, the Falcon Stadium is just a great experience. So anyway, I digress. Were you in the military? <laughs> I was not, you know, okay. uh, at all. Okay. okay. I mean, I flipped a coin between Auburn and Ole Miss, and it went heads Ole Miss, tails Auburn. I went to Ole Miss. Oh, nice. Yeah, I so, like Auburn better. Where, were you, where did you live? I was. Uh, I grew up in South Florida. 
So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Why, why were those the two finalists for the great Derek It's a great question. So, <laughs> you know, and, and we're going to flip this interview back around. Yes. <laughs> we do it naturally. <laughs> see, I, know. I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing. Because I see these folks are pros, folks. Uh, Frank and Lisa have done this for a long time. They get this amazing podcast. We are going to get to that, but I am going to answer your question. Okay. So, in, in the late 80s, it wasn't really popular if you grew up in South Florida to go to a Florida school. Oh. Okay. For whatever reason, okay? Now, a lot of my peers did. They went to Florida, Florida State. They went to Miami. They went to, you know, Stetson University, whatever. Uh, UCF wasn't really a thing yet. It was kind of more of a big grown-up community college. In, oh, really? Yeah, at that time. So, anyway, I, I started looking outside in the SEC. And uh, what I saw was amazing. And Ole Miss in Oxford, Mississippi is one of the most beautiful places on earth. It is beautiful. For about five months. Right. And then it's just cloud cover <laughs> from there on out. But that summer and springtime and a little bit of the early fall when the Grove becomes a city. Mm. OK, now let me tell you about the Grove experience real quick. On tailgating weekends in Oxford, Mississippi, they, you know, they bring their tents and they're all red, oh, yeah. white and blue. Right. But the difference is if you go to any other SEC school or Michigan or any Pac-10 or a- any other school around the country, it's it's pretty standard fare. Beer, uh, brats, burgers, you know, yeah. loud music. At the Grove, the women import chandeliers into their tents. Nice. No. That's my jam. That's your jam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And there's there's flatware oh. and plates in China and crystal at the tables, okay, in yes. these tents. And it's a mud hole. Okay, in the middle of the campus, uh, it's actually beautiful. It's a very grass and wooded area, yeah. but uh, it becomes a mud hole when the rain starts. And of course, team parades through there and cheerleaders and all that jazz. And uh, yeah, but everybody is in a, either in seer soccer suits. I mean, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Nice. Okay, so I, I embody. They do it right thought. in the south. Apparently so. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Apparently so. So. <laughs> so. Anyway, back to the real reason we're here. Frank and Lisa have this amazing podcast called Be Encouraged show with frank and lisa and uh let's get to know these two real quick and then we'll get into the business of what they do frank let's start with you uh been there done that got a few t-shirts it looks like so uh but what's what give us a little background on you yeah born and raised in north carolina all right ah uh, yeah came up go tar heels still oh, bleed blue ACC all the way guy. baby yes <laughs> yes there you indeed go. yeah can't compete in football but we but in basketball <laughs> actually started off very well this year yeah, we did we yep. did yeah but kind of sucked at the end but hey <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, born in North Carolina. I'm the second of 15 children. Uh, Your blessed mother. Yeah, born there, and we were sharecroppers. Parents both uh, only finished sixth and eighth grade, respectively. So that was what I came up segregation through the eighth grade, all of those things. And then. You know, I kind of flipped the script because I was always kind of an academic guy, kind of loved school, which yeah. was odd where I came from. Well, right I on. went to the Air Force when I was 18 to escape my upbringing. And that's how I got to 
beautiful, sunny, 300 days a year, sunshine, Colorado. Wow. <laughs> yeah, in well, the Air Force. Man, so. you have definitely got your bio down to two minutes. It's a short elevator ride. But there we go, baby. There's yeah. a lot of experience in there. <laughs> yes, so there what, what what town in uh, North Carolina? It was a small town called Red Springs, okay. North Carolina. But the majority of my family still lives there. Okay. About 35 miles south of Fayetteville where Fort Bragg and sure. Pope Air Force Base is. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, small home. agricultural town. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I lived in RTP for a little while, so okay. uh, I was in Greensboro, part of that mess, mm. the bedroom community of Greensboro. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we could barely get a bedroom in our house, much less a community. Amen. <laughs> amen. It was big difference back then yeah. for us. But Well, yeah. I look forward to doing a deeper dive with you. And Lisa, unfortunately, we talked about football too long. <laughs> that We're going to have to do your intro after the break. Okay. Okay. Yep. So... Stick with us, folks. You're listening to True North. You're now uh, probably through your first cup of coffee this morning. So Saturday, January 13th, full, first full official work week. Hopefully you made it through of 2024. Glad to have you back with us. we got a whole lineup of great programming coming up this quarter. So stick around and listen. I got a nightmare phone call that no parent wants to receive. Someone hit me going 60 miles an hour. Dr. Ramos uh, came highly recommended. When I showed him the x-rays, he immediately knew exactly what was wrong. We've had a tremendous experience with Ramos Law. Really, I could not be happier. Having the car accident was an accident. Finding Ramos Law was no accident. Injured in a car accident? Ramos Law can help. RamosLaw.com. All right, you're back with True North. I'm your host, Dirk Hobbs. Hey, I want to uh, give a quick shout-out to Ramos Law, and I am pronouncing that correctly. It's not Ramos Law, it's Ramos Law, and they are an amazing personal injury law firm, and I want to thank them for underwriting our program and giving us the opportunity to hang out with amazing people like the two folks sitting across the board from me this morning, Frank Sinclair, Dr. Frank Sinclair, I may add, as well as Lisa Sinnott. I got it right. Now, we got to know uh, Frank for about three seconds uh, towards the last part of quarter one, and now we're going to get to know Lisa. Lisa. Hello. Glad you're here. Thank you. No, thanks for coming I'm in. I'm excited Pre- to be here. I appreciate you guys doing this, because I know you're busy, and, and you've got a great podcast and local show here that does amazing. Everybody and, the, and their brother knows it. Be Encouraged show with Frank and Lisa. But let's get to know you a little bit. Where are you from? How'd you get here? Okay. Uh, born in upstate New York. Uh, moved to Hawaii when I was three. <laughs> Parents divorced there. Uh, dad stayed in Hawaii. Mom moved us to the Bay Area in California. Right on. Um, when I was six. And I became a latchkey kid. For those of you who don't know what that is, um, I was in a very rough town in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I had to pretty much make my way safely to and from uh, school and wherever safely wow. um, for all of my school years. Um, and I am the baby of four kids. Uh, my siblings all ended up moving to Hawaii. So I predominantly lived with my mom most of my life yep. uh, growing up. Um, I was, I've been, uh, <laughs> I'm twice divorced and I say that proudly. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, there's no shame in that. (laughs) Shame in her game. And I've learned I've learned not to be shamed from that. Um, Three's a charm. Yes, I am now married to John, and uh, it's awesome. I was um, a key spouse with the Air Force for ten years. My dad's a Marine. My daughter was also Air Force. Um, So I'm huge um, with the military. I love the military. Um, I'm the president of VetNet. 
and my heart is giving back in any way I can with the military families. Where'd you go to school? Uh, in Oakland. Actually, I graduated the same high school as Tom Hanks, Skyline High School. No kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, up in the Oakland Famous. Hills. Famous, look wow. at you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that until today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's a couple classes ahead of us, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Not that old. He's in my space. <laughs> huh? He's in my space. Is he's he? in your yeah. space. Well, I think we're close. He's, Is he in the 60s? Oh, yeah. He's in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Easily. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Not that I thought you were, but I thought, well, maybe, you know, 58. 56, something like that. That's my vintage. So I'm thinking maybe he was there, but no, no, you're, you're not even close, Lisa. So, so what, what, what have you done? I mean, how did you get to Colorado Springs? What was the impetus for you getting here? Uh, my mom and sister lived here and my mom had cancer. And at the time I was a full-time uh, Air Force wife yeah. um, out in Alabama. And uh, we got the call from my sister saying mom's taking a turn for the worst and mm. She really needs care full-time at home. So the plan was we had the Air Force move us here so I could care for mom full-time. And sadly, she passed within the week that I got here. But you saw her. Oh I saw her, got my love, kisses in, everything. Good for you. Um, but it it was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, uh, I realized she was just waiting for the sisters to unite. And I decided wow. to stick and stay here in Colorado Springs. And that was a driving force in that. Yes. And that was yeah. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yes. So, and this is home. This is home. Very <laughs> yes. good. Now, Frank, yours was slightly different. We're going to kind of reorient folks because we yeah. did do literally the last minute of the last segment uh, from you from North Carolina to here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, North Carolina to here is is not exactly a, a linear path. No. Uh, so what, what, what about this region appealed to you? Well, it was the first time that I'd gotten outside of uh, – uh, what I was accustomed to. So never had a white friend in my entire life till I came to Colorado ever mm-hmm. and never met a Hispanic person. So this really opened up uh, the opportunities in my, my mind to greater things that what I, what my life was, was not the be all end all of, of everything. And people weren't going to necessarily judge me by the melanin inside my skin. Mm. I had such a great experience here. The people treated me so well, Dirk. I mean, mentored me, gave me the greatest opportunity. I excelled in the Air Force. I mean, until I didn't. Mm -hmm. I spent eight years and uh, was the second youngest person of my rank in the entire Air Force. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. And I was in Japan at the time. And and, uh, then I just started having these, uh, voices that would tell me, Frank, you are fraud. These people are going to find you out. You know you don't deserve this. And it felt like 24-7 I was hearing these voices in my head, so I started drinking heavily to try to stop the voices, and I sabotaged my career. So year eight, I had fallen off the wagon so badly that I they wouldn't even let me stay in any longer. Mm-hmm. I remembered how well Colorado had treated me, decided to come back through as any uh, – professional alcoholic would tell you, you know. <laughs> it's a pro sport now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. Hold up in an old motel down on South Nevada for three weeks with an intention to go back to Japan to marry my girlfriend, which mm-hmm. was the intent. Blew all my money, didn't have a way back uh, to Japan and, and became a homeless guy on the streets here in Colorado Springs Good at grief. 26. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and it was like nirvana for me because it felt like I had arrived home. Of course, this is where I'd end up. Look how I was raised. The Air Force thing was an anomaly. The mm-hmm. truth about me is this. And I integrated myself into the homeless community here. Uh, six months later, a guy walked into Acacia Park, stopped by, asked me to tell my story to him. I did, and he took me home with him. No kidding. And it absolutely changed my life. Wow. Yeah. Are those people still with us here? Yeah. His name is Richard Brooks. Sorry, Richard, that I'm shouting you out. Works at the Olympic Training Center still today. Still a very good friend of mine. And this is my 40th year here in Colorado Springs. Welcome back, brother. Yes. Glad you're with us. <laughs> so how did you two meet? Networking in the city. Okay. I had, that's what you two do. Yes. I mean, you are yes. thoroughbreds. And this, this. so bef- this was before people really knew Frank Sinclair's magic. This was when he was doing business development for the family's roofing company. I was doing business development for a non-medical home care company. Um, But we gelled. I mean, we would see each other at different networking events and just um, it was so much fun. And so over the years, we've been great friends, just networking in the city. Mm -hmm. And uh, yesterday will be our one-year anniversary with the Being Cord Show with Frank and Lisa. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Very exciting. This week last year, you launched it? <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. Absolutely. Congratulations. Yep. Now, you do a lot of LinkedIn stuff, too, Frank. I do. Um, yeah. Do you join him, Lisa? Yes. I'm, okay. I'm you're you're now joining him as well. Okay. So, but but the show, the the little commercials that you guys were doing with individuals. I'm yes, we've got one right after this. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So, we do that weekly. Yeah. And is it the Be Encouraged how do you find you on LinkedIn? Be encouraged with Frank and Lisa. Okay. Yep. Yep. And, yep. and you got other social media presence out there? I do. I have about <clears throat> 17,000 people that follow me on my personal LinkedIn Holy smoke. page as well. Yeah. I have a social media presence of over 100,000 people. So <laughs> just That's my personal. So, But everything we're linking together because my wife tells Lisa – you know, that I've never met someone that mirrors Frank uh, in a different gender. In a female body. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this definitely works. Yes. Yeah, There's yeah. no question about it because the energy's there, the passion's there, the respect, everything. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I see television in your future. So uh, stick with this. So why be encouraged? What was the impetus of, of that? Well, about... Seven years ago, I read a book by a pastor in California. It was called The Hope Quotient. Mm -hmm. And inside of it, the first uh, chapter, he said, I'm leading this church of about 27,000 people. People ask me, how do I show up as a leader every day? He says, and what do you do to be your very best leadership space? He says, be encouraged. Because when I'm encouraged, it gives me the impetus to encourage others, to strengthen others. And that uh, a light bulb went off in my head when that happened. Hmm. And I say, oh, my, that's kind of my space anyway. I love humans. So be encouraged. Two words that can change the absolute direction of humanity if embraced and really seen for what the power behind it. So I started a Facebook group mm-hmm. that grew to 50,000 people. It now reaches 125 countries, every state in the union. It's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And that became my tagline. And everything that I do has to align with encouraging humans. Yes. And you love loving humans is, yeah. is, I mean, you don't have that. You don't have it. 
anything that yeah, you're doing indeed. right now. Yeah. And so this matches your mantra. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I, I have a couple memories when Frank, he used to do um, under five minute encouragement piece at yes. net every single week. Yeah. And I would get so fired up. I would have to shut myself up because I'd be like, yes, yes. <laughs> like I felt like almost like I was at church, but not at church. But you know what I mean? Where you want to shout out. Amen. Amen preach it. Yeah. And that's how I was. I really was that cheerleader going, this resonates to my core. Wow. And then when he had me on his show, um, November of 22, 22, um, yeah. that was it. I, we gelled and the radio show that we were on at, wow. after that show asked me to do my own show. And I said, nope, that didn't resonate with me. And then I met with Frank because I always run everything by him. And he says, oh, no, here's what we're going to do. Come on together. So was it, Let's do this it was together. that instantaneous? That instantaneous. Yeah, so you knew, I knew right away. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You had a counterpart. You can bounce things yeah. off yes. now. Absolutely. Yeah. It's well, interesting because he actually has done um, some – I don't know, a seminar or education on not being business partners or what? Oh, yeah, I called it. The only ship that doesn't sail is a partnership. <laughs> <laughs> and now here we are. <laughs> here you are. That's here actually are. very clever. <laughs> yes. All right. When we come back, we're going to do a deeper dive into this great program that's taken the region by storm. It's called Be Encouraged Show with Frank and Lisa. Stick around. Now, Frank, before we go, I usually ask my guests, what is your jam song when you've had a particularly great day and reflect on your blessings? Uh, you know, I, Lisa thinks that it's ain't no stopping us now. But you know what my really biggest jam song is? What is it? It is Grace Got You. By Mercy Me. Yep. Amen, brother. That is song. <laughs> All right. We're back in a moment. Have you ever met those who keep humming when the song's through? It's live. The news and events that matter to you. AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer. All right, we're back here in the third quarter. True North, you're on your second cup of coffee here. It's about 830 here in Southern Colorado. It's cold out there and it's going to get colder over the weekend. So bundle up. And uh, make sure you got your uh, your milk, your bread, your eggs, all that good stuff, and uh, huddle in the house and just chill and enjoy and your it. toilet paper and your TP. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots in the stores now. And your TP. Yeah. Well, it always comes down to the bathroom. That brings back memories. <laughs> Yeah, don't have to go to the outhouse, thank goodness. All right. Well, if you couldn't tell already, I'm hanging out with Frank and Lisa from the Be Encouraged show. This is a podcast in the region that has literally exploded. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people listening to this particular podcast and and uh, and the fan group just watching these two perform and, and carry on. Um, and it is, it's really inspiring what you guys do. I really do appreciate thank you. what thank you do. You and, and the positive message and the energy and the, the cross play here, this is brilliant uh i need somebody like this frank for, um to play off of you know but um that's a wrong young said too yeah, is that say, right? yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys met in november of 22 you you appeared on the show lisa i appeared on the show yes okay. we've been friends for over for eight, eight years. years okay so yeah. you've, you knew each other yeah, but, yeah, yeah. so you just happened to come in and then yes. something happened in that particular recording where you're, you're like Man, there might be something here. Yes. So you had some fun with it. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So what is what is the the driving goal here? If I had to pinpoint it to one or two things, the driving goal of what we are doing is infusing hope 
Mm-hmm. And we are encouragement producers throughout the whole world is our vision. We just recently went live on Instagram as well for the international interviews Mm -hmm. because our team is not yet ready to go international. So I said, well, that's not going to stop us or slow our mojo. So out the gate, a couple weeks ago, we launched our live Instagram international feed, and that's been phenomenal. It's been. We've had uh, a guest on from Israel, uh, Lebanon, uh, India, India. England. And our reach continues to push out. And when those people come on and, and they and the whole the whole outcome is, are you ready to infuse some hope and encouragement into the world? Think about it. Lebanon and Israel. Those aren't, you know, there's Not exactly a, hopeful a, right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The young lady wouldn't uh, had some pushback uh, about coming on because we we're going to have an Israeli a guest on the other side. Now, did this interview happen it during happened. the war? It, yeah. Yes, it, it happened. A few weeks ago. And we <laughs> couldn't, we ha- actually had to pull yep. a post off social for her and respect Absolutely. for her security and yeah. all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. So you are, I mean, you're starting a global mission here. Yes, absolutely. And it's all about giving the go-givers in the world a voice to be heard of the amazing encouragement that they're doing out in the world. Mm -hmm. And that is what our listeners love to hear, is how the world is changing through an encouragement movement. Indeed. It gives people hope. Yes. You know, this is funny because that's the whole impetus behind North and the Southern Colorado Business Digest, not to be self-promoting, but that's what we do. And we yes. do these shows as an extension of that. And people say, okay, what's different about what you're doing? I said, we're going to showcase the region for what's working. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're not going to be Pollyannish about it. Right. We're going to, ta- we're yeah. going to tackle tough topics. Yeah, absolutely. However, there's a lot of smart people here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great industry here, amazing workforce, smart people, great education. And of course, our, our outdoor lifestyle is you know, to it's die for phenomenal. Right. Oh, so, <laughs> but I appreciate the vein in which you're doing this and, and the impetus that drives you for each program. And I love what you ask your guests. Are you ready to spread some hope in the world? <laughs> yes. uh, and from a, somebody right in the thick of it mm. in Israel to come on air and start. So how was that interview? I, I didn't catch that one. How was that? Yeah. Well, what do you think? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, and even though she was undergoing. No, the lots, Israel was oh, the, a, a guy. Oh, the Israel one. Yeah. 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 He was uh, he was a, a educator teaching people how to speak English. That's right. Okay. Right. Was his business. So he 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 you could tell he's incredible excited about his business and he's incredibly excited about this language being the primary language throughout the world that connects people yes Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and and his big message was to having knowing the key language to help others understand english is that's power to get the message out to the world of what you want to get out to the world and there's you know there's there's so much embedded in the english language with our you know our dialects and our you know (laughs) the way we misuse our language so but i appreciate the fact that a purist like that would want to grab it especially from another country like israel but you brought up something interesting lisa when you were were saying about encouraging hope and we want to proliferate a different message than the average standard fare on the airwaves and news waves. Uh, and that's exactly what, 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 what we've done as well in the business and lifestyle segment. You guys are doing it on the individual and personal and business levels. Yep. Absolutely. And 
you know, there's actually a physiological response to watching news these days, and it's mm-hmm. not a good physiological it's not response. response. Okay, yes. I'm so, glad you're mentioning this. So, <laughs> infusing that into our paradigm, mm-hmm. right, yes. on the airwaves, on television. I think it's hugely important, and I really appreciate that you guys have kicked this off. Yes, we, we truly are going against the grain of the negativity yes. that's out there in the world and the hatred and the evil and the mindset of yeah. depression and all of that. Really, when you're talking to an individual, I meet with lots of people all day, every day, mm-hmm. and I sit there and focus on how I'm bringing value to the human in front of me and how can I encourage them for when they leave me and go out into the world and when they leave me, they and some of them actually apologize and say, wait, I didn't hear anything about you. I'm like, that's OK. I'm good okay. with that yeah. because they just had a moment of hope and encouragement that I infused within them. And then my hope is that as they go out into the world, they will do that for others. See, yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. Frank, add on to that. Well, you know, there's a commonality, Derek, right? What's the commonality among humans is story. Mm-hmm. We all have them. We have a story. Right? We all have them. So if people are brave enough with their story, they're going to infuse some hope into other people because it's going to resonate because they're going to hit the veins, the very vein of what people are going through today. Mm-hmm. And people want to hear, oh, someone else has dealt with that too. Oh, I'm not that crazy. Oh, I'm, my life is not that jacked up. Mm-hmm. There's other people that are experiencing this as well. And the main purpose for Lisa and I is that just because the world is unkind, just because there's hatred, just because there's vitriol and all of these things that create all these negative spaces, doesn't mean we have to participate. Amen to that. (laughs) I mean, if we could close the show right there, I I would, but (laughs) we got a little work to do. But that's exactly right. And, you know, we're we're so invested in the bifurcation uh, and, and finding somebody to hang for that particular yes. crime or that particular faux pas, uh, as if we've never done one Anything ourselves. ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So this sanctimonious <laughs> disposition that a lot of us carry on uh, and, and fake it yeah. through life. You know, I mean, I trip on myself daily. I, you know, I can imagine anybody else worth their salt would say the same thing. I, at least I would hope. And if, <laughs> if I'm alone in that, well, doggone it. You're uh, not. You're not. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But but seriously, I mean, we we've we've almost postured ourselves as it's a win lose scenario. Yes, right. And you guys are turning the tables on that. Yes, you're saying it's there's win 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 win. There is a win win, and um, this year um, I am unpacking and getting ready for my speaking platform. And the one thing I am focused on is my past. I have spent finally. A year in therapy for Lisa Mm -hmm. and I have done some self-care and there's pain points in my life that I covered up to be brave and resilient and put the put on the good face. And I didn't realize that other people need to know what I have been through and how I overcame that. And they can, too. Absolutely. Yes, it was hard dragging that out. Of it, her. Really was. <laughs> it really was. Well, it, we're talking deep, painful stuff. Well, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, who yeah. wants? Absolutely, yeah. Who, who wants to put that on the platter, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. But when we do, there's a catharsis, right? Mm-hmm. There's a healing. Mm-hmm. We're not now allowing light in on it, mm-hmm. and uh, now look at what you're doing. I mean, yes. you're encouraging others, and 
you're you're bringing their first steps to light. Yes. Yes. Right. And are you seeing that in your respective tours as you're speaking around the the region? Yeah, I've been in this space for a long time. The vulnerability. I so believe in transparency and vulnerability because what it brings out in people is just a Me Too move. I wasn't enthralled with the Me Too movement, so I don't want to get political that, but I can say the words, right? Me Too. Yeah, Yeah. I went through that. And someone else goes up and tells their story. The Me Too feels so good. Yep. And that's what people tell me every day. Thank you, Frank. Me too. And yeah. thank you for being real. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people are not real out there. I love to interview people and ask deeper questions. Demasking. On our show, people are like ahead of time. They come with prepared sheets. They're asking us what's our questions. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, fire. no, it's Frank and I. Like, yeah. it's very relaxed and casual. And based off how you answer is right. how we will next question it. Mm. But that way you can get to the core of them as a human mm-hmm. by setting them on their toes, not it, they're not sure what's going to be asked next, yep. but they love it. Yep. At the end of the show, they're like, wait, we're, we're done. What <laughs> happened? I want to keep talking. <laughs> More therapy, please. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. if you listen to it, you know, folks, uh, we're going to come back with Frank and Lisa here from the Be Encouraged show. If you haven't seen it online or in the social media realms, how do they find it? Tell them, Lisa. <laughs> On Facebook and LinkedIn, we're at Be Encouraged with Frank and Lisa. And then we are also on YouTube as well. Same, uh, Be Encouraged yeah. with Frank and, and Lisa. And we're going to expand the platform. That's where we are right now. Uh, we're going to expand the platform. Did you say LinkedIn as well? Yes. You did? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you can see us live on those venues and tell your people about it because it's just so much fun. It's fun. It's more fun than you should be allowed to have. <laughs> it truly is. I mean, we're like, and it makes, it's every Monday in downtown Colorado Springs. I we know. have two segments, 11 to 12 and 12 to 1. Um, and it's free. People can go to beencouraged.net on our website to get scheduled. We also offer the spotlight visits, which is you tapped into that um, mm-hmm. a few minutes ago. We're going to be heading to a business to spotlight in a few minutes. And that's going to be a lot of fun. And that is free as well. All they do is treat us to lunch afterwards. Oh, that doesn't. That's awesome. I got to get into that gig. All right. We're back in a moment with Frank and Lisa. We're going to wrap things up and find out what these guys are up to next. One critical fact that needs to be established is that your injuries were caused by the accident incident you were involved in. For your case to have merit, it must be made clear that had you not been in the crash in the first place, you wouldn't have been hurt. This is one of the most important steps in the entire process, and leaving it to anyone but an expert is a serious mistake. Ramos Law, doctor, lawyer, partner, combining medical and legal knowledge for better outcomes for you. All right, we're back here at the fourth quarter, True North. You are listening to Dirk Hobbs, and but more importantly, you're listening to Lisa and Frank from Be Encouraged Show. And these guys are amazing. They are bringing hope on the airwaves. You know, we were talking about the kind of the heaviness of the media uh, paradigm that exists in our country and our culture in general. And it's just always heavy. It's a win-lose scenario. It's dark. It's manipulative. But you guys have a very clear mission. I mean, you're going out there to infuse some light and hope and good, friendly, fun conversation mm-hmm. about everyday life. But also, let's be real. Let's be authentic be real, yes. with one another. And you know what? We're all 
we're not getting out of this alive, A, okay? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and B, you know, it's it's going to be a bumpy ride periodically. And when those mm-hmm. events come, those are the learning periods, the heavy learning. And Lisa, you were starting to share that with your experience as well. And, and now it's coming out and you're able to extract that from others and give them a, a format to kind of get that catharsis worked out and then start seeing the silver linings that exist before them. Absolutely. And now that we're going worldwide, um, I just want to share with everyone who's listening, our mission really is to infuse hope and bringing encouragement to others. And we would encourage you to really get on board with us and listen to our shows and look at how different all of these individuals that share, especially these are business owners we bring on our show. Right. And nonprofit organizations. And nonprofit organizations. And so this is business people who are living a life that's tough and also expanding their business at the same time. Mm -hmm. So they talk about the hurdles, they talk about their challenges and they talk about all of their accomplishments as well. Mm -hmm. And, but as an individual, we want them to encourage the world. So that is what our listeners love to hear. Mm Yes. So the, 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 the premise of the show, and this is not frothy hope, Right. No, I mean, not at all. This is a very authentic <laughs> conversation that you're having with folks. And yes, it's upbeat and it's friendly and it's positive. So you get that vibe. You definitely get the juice off. The we show. laugh. We cry. Uh, amen. Sister, all right? of it. It's real. We and go it, deep pretty quick. Yeah. Which when I, we need to go deep. I think and, and I think some Christian radio does that well and other Christian radio doesn't. Uh, I know a lot of radio in general, secular radio doesn't do it. Well. Oh, yeah. You know, they're appealing to a lowest common denominator, right? You know, but Mm. this type of platform and this type of discourse um, and diatribe in the social conscious is what you're really trickling out there into the ether. Yes. And you're doing it through all the social media platforms in a podcast. Mm -hmm. And where's this go next? Oh, (laughs) I'm glad you asked. Yeah, well, TV, radio, our podcast I mean, right now has a reach of about 45,000 a week. That's and, huge. Yeah, and uh, with an anticipatory with people like you, Dirk, in a great venue here at North and, and business uh, portion that you're doing, uh, people are, are really beginning to engage us, catch the vision. One of the most frustrating things for me is why humans can't catch vision for hope and encouragement. Right. right? It's the <laughs> toughest thing. It really is. It's our natural flow is to be the very opposite of that. And, and, and what this is hard work that Lisa and I are, are doing, but we're doing it because first of all, we know God's called us to do this. Love this. And which is the very first, which is the impetus for everything in our lives. And secondly, because if not us, who? Right. And everyone needs to do think that about their own particular space in life. If not you, who? Right. Go do what you were designed to do. Eight billion people. You're one. Mm-hmm. And there's no other one like you. Right. So if that's true, doesn't it follow that you have a specific reason and purpose in life? And until you find that, look for it. Mm-hmm. And if you're encouraged and if you're hopeful, you have a much better opportunity to find your purpose than the opposite way. Uh, there's no question about it. So see why I hang out with him every day. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm ready mic to go. Drop. <laughs> I'm ready. I might drop done. Uh, but uh, this is and I like the authenticity piece because, you know, too many times we get into this, you know, this cycle of almost uh, trite. Mm-hmm. Uh, information and your your program does not do that. Hopefully, we don't do it here. 
And this, this is a, a very necessary aspect of what we need to do to try to reverse this trend overall. So I appreciate what you guys are bringing to the table. Uh, what do you do, you know, to make a living? I mean, because this thing is still kind of on the rise. You're doing a startup thing, but you're doing speaking, right? Yes. Okay. And, what, and, and who are you targeting? And I am targeting uh, small to mid-sized businesses okay. specifically. Um, but I'm also doing business development um, out the gate this year in 2024. I am offering a 90-day business development challenge because that's my baby. And a lot of business owners, are they don't understand the steps that need to be done when you're talking business development. Okay. It's not about just looking at stats and then yelling at your sales guy because he's not doing it right. Um, I know how. Okay, so I got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I truly am very passionate about business development. That's my baby. And I love to help other business owners in that space. But I also, Frank and I, our offerings are, um, we're doing online workshops, classes, um, and we're also expanding our co-emceeing events, um, speaking platforms. Yeah, we're very excited. But for my business, it's Mm -hmm. InnovateSuccess.com. You can go there to connect with me. I am the master connector here in Colorado Springs. It's what I do best. Yes, Yes. you are. Indeed. And for me, it's DreamAgainLLC.com. Frank Sinclair, I do keynote speaking. I did about 23 last year. So I want to up the game, bigger platforms for messages of inspiration. I'm also a coach. So I coach from both the business and life perspective. Because if your life sucks, typically your business follows. Yes. Right. <laughs> That's true. Right. Putting it bluntly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in addition to that, at Dream Again, we also offer uh, culture uh, opportunities or business culture management mm-hmm. and interpersonal communications management as well. That's terrific. And yeah. what kind of companies are in your crosshairs? I mean, wh- who's going to get the most bang for the buck when they spend time with you? Yeah, once again, small business, probably in the same uh, space. We, we try to align things even mm-hmm. in our individual businesses so that we can connect that with the Be Encouraged message as well, so 100 employees or less is typically within. That's your sweet spot? My sweet spot. And okay. entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yes. I'm one of those. <laughs> I will say this, though. I got a lot of brain damage. Can you fix that? <laughs> so. I do see us flying all over the world. Absolutely. And, and doing um, speaking in front of thousands. So I'm just going to put that say. out there today yeah, yeah. because that is going to happen, I would say, probably by the end of this year. Absolutely. So whoever you are that's going to grab us for that. Call yeah, us. Give us a call. Give be us a go. Yeah. Frank <laughs> We're at ready. beencouraged.net or Lisa at beencouraged.net. Please go to our platform, beencouraged.net, our website, and sign up. Get outside of your comfort zone. In a podcast, do people see you on that show? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. And you need to be seen. And one of the biggest problems with humanity today is the lack of being seen. Right. And we hide. And some most times we're hiding. It's kind of in a stealthy mode. So no one knows you're hiding. Right. Mm-hmm. But most humans are hiding today. And Lisa and I want to draw you out of that hidden space because the world needs what you have to offer. Amen to that. So where do you guys recharge your batteries? I mean, how do you do that? Is it a spiritual I, walk or is it a nature walk? How, how do you recharge your batteries? Well, I <laughs> I work out to eat. I'm a, I'm a major foodie. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, I do love hiking. I love dancing. My husband and I dance a lot as He's well. He's a professional. Yes. yes. He yes. does teaching uh, as well. A in world that space. champion. 
Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Mr. Sinnott. <laughs> Mr. Sinnott. Don okay. Sinnott, yes. Don Sinnott. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, my I am getting more because I've gone through some serious health concerns. Yeah, just recently, uh, too. Yeah. 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 That's uh, three weeks ago, right? Surgery for cancerous thyroid and uh, uh, back out doing our thing. Wow. But So I'm getting more into the physical side with the encouragement of my friend here who is is very she she's quite encouraging to me uh but for me i recharge the reading i love to read it's my it's my thing it really is i have a five thousand volume library and uh I good stay. start <laughs> yeah. and he let me borrow his second kindle so i have access to all of it now so wow. he's challenging me too absolutely read up get smart Step it exactly up. Yeah, the greatest leaders in in history and not only in America, but in the world, read 20 to 25 books a year. Those are the people that step up their game. We're always learning, always growing, and always evolving into what we were designed to be. Outlook for 2024. Butt kicking. <laughs> Two-line business plan. I love it. <laughs> Two-word business plan. Love yes, it. yes. Butt kicking. Butt kicking. We really, we, we, this is going to take hold, and it's taken hold, and you, Thank you for your gracious mentioning of of uh, people getting the message. But when this takes hold for real, it's going to change people's lives. Yes. I mean, in an incredible way. So we have to be kind of forward thinking and making sure that we stay in our space, our lane, and charging one another up in the in the process of these. And thankful we got such. Uh, uh, understanding and loving spouses as well. Yes. Because this could look weird, sure. right? Right. Yeah, and I get we, it. we totally understand that. But yep. we we are not going to be deterred. Right. We are going to move the way that God has called us to move. And we're going to uh, just create space, not for our sake, but for the sake of humanity. We have the individual capacity to make a change and indulge and engage in hope around our immediate surroundings. Both of you, grateful for you being here. Thank you. Lisa sir. and Frank. One more time on how they can get in touch with you. Lisa at beencouraged.net and our website is beencouraged.net. Yeah, and I'd extend that as well. Frank at beencouraged.net or Frank at Dream Again uh, Business Consulting as well. And also 719-373-7115. Perfect. (laughs) And if you want to hear that wonderful voice in your ears, you can hire these folks. But check out Be Encouraged Show with Frank and Lisa here in Southern Colorado. Thank you for being with us, folks. Thank you. Hope you are off and about and heading out for a great hike. Enjoy your weekend. See you next week. You've been tuned in to True North. Till next time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.